Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 182. Make channels for the streams of love where they may broadly run, and love has overflowing streams to fill them everyone. Hymn number 182. scriptural this morning will be given by Shahidat from Maryland. I will read from the book of Matthew, chapter 6. I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spend. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not, not, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? 
Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or with with all shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the, for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Mother God, all harmonious. Adorable One, Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 224. 
O Lord, I would delight in thee, and on thy care depend. To thee in every trouble flee, my best, my ever friend. When all material streams are dried, thy fullness is the same. May I with this be satisfied and glory in thy name. Hymn number 224. Welcome to our Sunday morning service at the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is kind of a training session in practical Christian science. 
and we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you should be able to find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school has its own teleconference number so that any child anywhere in the world can attend by telephone. And in fact, many of our Sunday school students are not from the area and they do attend by a telephone. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be very happy to give you the number and would welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services and meetings, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. We've got some meetings coming up. We are going to have a Bible study session Saturday, September 17th at 10 a.m. So please be sure the Bible study questions are on our website. And for those of you who want to attend in person, we will be conducting it at the North Star Cottage <laughs> and broadcasting to everyone. That's this coming Saturday, September 17 at 10 a.m. Also, uh, the following week, we're going to have a corporate meeting, a meeting of the membership of the church on Thursday, September 22nd at 8 p.m., where you will hear reports from every committee and a lot of good that is going on. So mark your calendars, Bible study on September 17 at 10 a.m. and a membership meeting at Thursday, September 22nd at 8 p.m. And for those of you uh, members who cannot attend in person, the meeting will also be conducted via the teleconference number that is the main teleconference number for the church. And we've been printing and mailing. The October full text lesson sermon booklet has been printed and mailed to subscribers. And on our English website, uh, there's a really good excerpt from an article entitled Supply by Martha Wilcox that I wanted to point out and recommend. Supply by Martha Wilcox. Read it. You'll be very happy you did. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in the textbook Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Pilar from New York. Fruitage. 
page 662, healed by reading the textbook. After doctoring about a year, I was obliged to give up school and was under medical care for two years, but grew worse instead of better. I was then taken to specialist who pronounced my case incurable, saying I was in the last stages of kidney disease and could leave only a short time. Shortly afterward, my uncle gave me a copy of Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and asked me to study it. After studying a short time, I was able to walk a distance of several miles, which I had not been able to do for three years. I also laid aside glasses, which I had worn seven years, having been told I would become blind if my eyes did not receive proper care. It is over a year since I received God's blessing, and I am now enjoying perfect health and happiness. I have never had my glasses on since I first began reading Science and Health, and I have not used any medicine. L.R. Spring Valley, Minnesota. The lesson sermon can be found on page 22 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, substance. The golden text is from Hebrews. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The responsive reading is from Proverbs. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. How happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Craig will now read. The Bible. Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Second Kings 
And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shuman, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that oft, as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call the Shumanite. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Verily she hath no child, and her husband is old. And when he had called her, he stood in the door, and he said, About this season, according to the time of life, Thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived, and bare a son in that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to a lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon, and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Then she settled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi his servant, Behold, yonder is that Shumanite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her, and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. And when Elijah was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain, and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child, and put his mouth upon his mouth, and his eyes upon his eyes, and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro, and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times. And the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, Call this Shumanite. 
So he called her. And when she was come in unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went in and fell ahead his feet, and bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son and went out. Matthew. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, and was moved with compassion toward them, and healed their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat, and were filled. And they took up of the fragments that remained twelve baskets full. And they that had eaten were about five thousand men, beside women and children. Luke. And it came to pass that on one of those days, as he taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes came upon him with the elders. And he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God, but she of her penury hath cast in all the living that she had. Psalms. Great is our Lord, and of great power. His understanding is infinite. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those whose hope in his mercy. He maketh peace in thy borders and filleth thee with the finest of the wheat. Philippians My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. 
I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Question. What is substance? Answer. Substance is that which is eternal and incapable of discord and decay. Truth, life, and love are substance, as the scriptures use this word in Hebrews. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Spirit, the synonym of mind, soul, or God, is the only real substance. The spiritual universe, including individual man, is a compound idea reflecting the divine substance of spirit. Spirit God has created all in and of himself. Spirit never created matter. Spirit is the only substance, the invisible and indivisible infinite God. Things spiritual and eternal are substantial. Things material and temporal are insubstantial. The verity of mind shows conclusively how it is that matter seems to be, but is not. Divine science, rising above physical theories, excludes matter, resolves things into thoughts, and replaces the objects of material sense with spiritual ideas. Divine metaphysics explains away matter. Spirit is the only substance and consciousness recognized by divine science. The material senses oppose this, but there are no material senses, for matter has no mind. In spirit, there is no matter. Even as in truth, there is no error, and in good, no evil. It is a false supposition, the notion that there is real substance matter, the opposite of spirit. Spirit God is infinite, all. Spirit can have no opposite. All that we term sin, sickness, and death is a mortal belief. We define matter as error because it is the opposite of life, substance, and intelligence. Matter, with its mortality, cannot be substantial if spirit is substantial and eternal. Which ought to be substance to us? The erring, changing, and dying? the mutable and mortal, or the unerring, immutable, and immortal. A New Testament writer plainly describes faith, a quality of mind, as the substance of things hoped for. Faith, if it be mere belief, is as a pendulum swinging between nothing and something, having no fixity, Faith, advanced to spiritual understanding, is the evidence gained from spirit, which rebukes sin of every kind and establishes the claims of God.
in the scientific relation of God to man, we find that whatever blesses one blesses all, as Jesus showed with the loaves and the fishes. Spirit, not matter, being the source of supply. Does God send sickness, giving the mother her child for the brief space of a few years, and then taking it away by death? Is God creating anew what he has already created? The scriptures are definite on this point, declaring that his work was finished, nothing is new to God, and that it was good. Can there be any birth or death for man, the spiritual image and likeness of God? Instead of God sending sickness and death, he destroys them and brings to light immortality. Omnipotent and infinite mind made all and includes all. This mind does not make mistakes and subsequently correct them. God does not cause man to sin, to be sick, or to die. Man is incapable of sin, sickness, and death. The universe reflects and expresses the divine substance or mind. Therefore, God is seen only in the spiritual universe and spiritual man, as the sun is seen in the ray of light which goes out from it. God is revealed only in that which reflects life, truth, love. Yea, which manifests God's attributes and power, even as the human likeness thrown upon the mirror repeats the color, form, and action of the person in front of the mirror. Few persons comprehend what Christian science means by the word reflection. To himself, mortal and material man seems to be substance. But his sense of substance involves error and therefore is material, temporal. On the other hand, the immortal, spiritual man is really substantial and reflects the eternal substance or spirit which mortals hope for. He reflects the divine, which constitutes the only real and eternal entity. This reflection seems to mortal sense transcendental, because the spiritual man's substantiality transcends mortal vision and is revealed only through divine science. As God is substance, and man is the divine image and likeness, man should wish for, and in reality has, only the substance of good, the substance of spirit, not matter. The belief that man has any other substance or mind is not spiritual, and breaks the first commandment, thou shalt have one God, one mind. Mortal man seems to himself to be material substance, while man is image, idea. Delusion, sin, disease, and death 
arise from the false testimony of material sense, which, from a supposed standpoint, outside the focal distance of infinite spirit, presents an inverted image of mind and substance, with everything turned upside down. As the reflection of yourself appears in the mirror, so you, being spiritual, are the reflection of God. The substance, life, intelligence, truth, and love, which constitute deity, are reflected by his creation. And when we subordinate the false testimony of the corporeal senses to the facts of science, we shall see this true likeness and reflection everywhere. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time, since to all mankind and in every hour, divine love supplies all good. Divine love is my shepherd, I shall not want. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house, the consciousness of love forever. Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 161. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. It matters not what be thy lot, so love doth guide. For storm or shine, pure peace is thine, whate'er betide. 
hymn number 161.
Let's now sing hymn number 350. Through the love of God our Savior, all will be well. Free and changeless is his favor, all must be well. Precious is the love that healed us, perfect is the grace that sealed us. Strong the hand stretched forth to shield us, all, all is well. Hymn number 350. from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being. 
in the correlative passage from 1 John, 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we shall be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purify himself, even as he is pure. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Amen. Mm-hmm.